0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Too Much Dip Podcast. My name is Dave. I'm gonna host. And I'm not going to talk like that the rest of the show. Joining me in studio, it's Dylan
1: Chivaree.
2: Hello, very happy to be here. Uh, Little League baseball season has officially begun. I'm assistant coaching my son's Little League team. Very excited about that. Tryouts for the other day. Big time stuff happening in Central Austin.
0: I remember my tryout. I remember being like embarrassed because Duncanville had a, at the time, a very, very competitive little league and baseball program and going to tryouts. I didn't have cleats. My dad was like, just wear your Converse shoes. Like, like it was like Sandlot or something. So I wore Converse, like the high top ones. And they did like the machine pitch, probably had it on like 50. And it was, that was part of it. And then they had us just go and doing long toss and like fielding. And that was it. And then they did they did like an actual draft.
2: Oh, the draft is tonight. I'm I'm since I'm an assistant coach, I'm on the coaching email chain, and they sent a spreadsheet with like the aggregates, like scores for all the kids. They're rated one through five on catching, throwing, hitting, uh, pitching, even so it's kid pitch. And so I got to see all all the scores for all the kids, and they're ranked one through seventy five. It's really funny. They take it very seriously. There's even trades. That's just, okay. I'm not kidding. There's an email. Like there's, if we we want to do any trades, like before we notify the parents, let us know and we'll sort it out. So it's a whole thing.
0: Here's a guy I wouldn't trade for anybody. KJ.
1: First round one, one. Uh, ironically, today I purchased my first baseball glove, mitt, mitt slash glove in ever. Uh, I think I may have owned one or been like given one as a kid, uh, but never purchased one. Uh, my baseball career is quite short. A neighbor of mine went on to play at, like K-State and was quite good. He asked me to catch for him, threw a ball through a fence right next to me. And I was like, yeah, this sport's not for me. So, uh, I'll be breaking out the old ball and glove with, uh, my soon to be four-year-old here in the near future, TBD on, uh future in uh, baseball for me.
0: I got to say, um, the ball going under the fence is way worse or way better than what I thought that was going to happen with that story. I was thinking no, broken window. Fence.
1: It was like a rotted, like uh, picket fence, you know, whatever, but it like broke the board.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's different. Yeah. So you just missed the ball completely.
1: <laughs> I jumped out of the way. I was too much of a P. Okay. That's impressive. <laughs>
0: I was always impressed when I—I I never like caught in little league, but you know, backyard stickball. I would catch. You know, we'd rotate positions, and I was always impressed with the catcher's ability to not blink when the bat was swung, and like, like not—I don't because I would always blink and miss the ball. I could get my glove on it, but Wentz. I just didn't have the timing. I wasn't built like that.
2: Teaching oh. parks not to be afraid of the ball is uh, is at the top of my to-do list right now. He's still like, when he catches it, he kind of gets out of the way. He steps aside and catches it. Yeah. So I'm trying to teach him, trust your glove, man. If you have it in the right in the right spot, you're not going to get hit with the ball. Did he flash the leather? He's working on it. <laughs> He's working. You yeah.
0: got to flash the leather from time to time.
2: <laughs> my dad got a long time ago- Can I co op some advice? My dad got me a uh, Nakona glove. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Mine is kangaroo skin really soft leather it's fucking badass i love it so much i use it for softball anyway it's so much fun i don't have an
0: adult glove i need to get one because rhodes rhodes has a has two gloves he's got a uh, one i got him at the world series and he's got one that he was recently gifted and we went out and actually tried to play catch yesterday mainly me tossing him the ball and him just holding the glove out and if i don't hit it he doesn't know how to move the glove toward the ball yet he just doesn't have those motor skills down
2: it's like the last thing to come for kids is yeah. like those the the ball catching motor skills. It's like the last thing they, he get, got, they don't know how to do it. It's he, really funny. He gets mad at me if I miss the glove, I'm like, it's "Yeah, It's your fault, man.
0: Yeah, I guess." So <laughs> so I was like, "How about this? How about how about we work on you learning how to squeeze the glove? I'll drop the ball into the glove, and when it gets in there, you squeeze it shut. He doesn't also he also lacks the hand strength to really close the glove. Yeah, yeah,
2: but you got to get some oil in there and work that thing in.
0: Yep. I gotta teach him how to squish the bug next.
2: That's right.
1: <laughs> I probably wasted my time like spending a summer with the uh, like Velcro circle mittens with Kai last last year. Like we just went with those. We got. Just those get your too. hand in the right area, and that like that's as far as we went. Uh, but a buddy of mine recommended um, the lay on the ground and toss the ball straight into the air. This would be you know for parks as opposed to you know for one of our children at this point. Uh, but tossing the ball straight in the air and starting with, like, a tennis ball was, like, how to desensitize the, oh, shit, I'm going to get hit in the face reflex, which apparently is natural.
0: Okay. I'm trying to remember if I, when I if I ever got, like, unscared of the ball or lost that fear. Because um, I remember when it hit me hard. It was when I – our field, we like, when I was playing Y ball, we had a shitty field and, like, a grounder, just routine, just hit a rock and smoked me in the face. That'll happen. And I remember for, like, the rest <laughs> of that season – I was I was still playing uh, short at that point. For the rest of that season, I was very timid. I was kind of – I would field it, but I'd, I wouldn't, you know, get right in front of it. Yeah. It took me a while. Man. Take me back. Fun stuff, man. Boys of summer, man. Hey, we got ourselves a big show here. And um, I want to start by talking about something that went viral. I don't know if you guys saw this, but um, – Some guys tried to jump Cam Newton. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You guys might remember Cam Newton. Uh, He played in a Super Bowl. He was a very good quarterback, a very large quarterback, 6'5", I believe. 6'5", probably walking around at about 240, probably 245 now.
2: Not often is the uh, first off the bus guy your quarterback, but he can be a first off the bus guy for pretty much any team. The most physically imposing quarterback I think the sport has ever seen, just from a like off-the-hoof standpoint, you know? Yeah, who's even in that conversation? Absolute specimen. I don't know. It's him, and then I don't know who's second. Uh, still in very good shape, even though he's been out of the league for a few years, turns out.
1: Yeah,
0: he posts some workout stuff from time to time, typically shirtless. Uh, looks very good. And also, he's dressing, man.
2: Big hat guy.
0: <laughs> Big hat guy. Uh, KJ, I'm, I'm assuming you saw this.
1: I have seen it. Um Really my first thought was, you know, to sully the sanctity that is uh, seven on seven tournaments. Like this is just the beginning of that season, which goes like through summertime. Um, I know it's turned into kind of like an AAU circuit these days, but to uh, get in a fight at those events is pretty, pretty interesting because you are literally, I don't know, it's typical like six football fields. Like there's no easy way to run away is what I'm getting at. And you're surrounded by nothing but top athletes in every direction. So if you were to be like, I don't know, the aggressor against, I don't know, the most famous and probably well-regarded person in a hundred square, like a hundred meters in any direction, uh, you're probably not getting away. So watching this, uh, a kudos to cam who i think helped put this event on or whoever who had like uniform staff here staff there because this could have easily turned into a uh alabama boat slip situation Mm. um i thought you having the staff there was clutch (laughs) no (laughs) uh having the boat slip was or the 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 staff there was clutch but also i don't care or want to know what was said You've got cam stature as like a, what the hell are you thinking? And then again, just the setting. You just, it's like, you don't get in a bar fight on the second floor of a bar. You know, it's like, there's some ground rules to get in fights in public. Those things you don't do, not in an athletics setting where you can be run down by anybody or second floor of a bar.
0: My favorite part of this was, yeah, it was fun seeing cam, you know, manhandle these guys and with not even really throwing punches, just kind of.
2: I don't think he threw a single No, punch. he was just kind of bitching he them. He just controlled them and just kind of <laughs> flung, flung all of them off of him.
0: But when tw- when the video started hitting Twitter, all the accounts that were posting the video, it was like, Cam Newton jumped by the TSP crew. And everybody, like all these other outlets were like, oh shit, the TSP, TSP crew jumped Cam Newton and they would show the video. And then Twitter started, people were like, wait. What the fuck is the TSP crew? Nobody knew what that was. Like everybody that's what it kind of turned to. People were like, this is 20 hours old. Still don't know what that is. And you still don't? It's some kind of like sports performance, like high school. It's something really, really niche and small and probably regional. And like people were just being like, Yeah, the
2: TSP crew. Have any details come out <laughs> about like what started it, who said what and what was said, anything like that. No, know? I saw it spun is that he Cam was trying to break up a fight and then someone oh. from the TSP crew. He has a podcast, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm yes. sure we're going to hear the whole story. 100 uh, Probably today at some point. He'll probably uh, get into it. But, uh, yeah, you picked the wrong guy. And it's not a good look when you and five of your buddies can't, can't take down one man. Yeah,
0: that is a tough look. It's, it's a tough. lot like... Um, you know the the hypotheticals of like how many uh toddlers do you think you could take,
2: yeah, it looked like uh, a bunch of eight year olds uh wrestling like one of their big brothers, you know he was like just throwing them throwing them on the bed and whatnot, you know and no, not actually hitting them. I'm trying to hurt them just like all right guys, controlling them all. The Pretty best fun. thing that these guys have going for them
0: is that like they appear to be wearing like their hoods, so I, you can't really get a clean look at their faces. <laughs> Which is pretty good. I mean, you're saving uh, you're saving yourself a lot of trouble there. You you don't want to get manhandled like this, all by a guy wearing an extremely um,
2: elaborate hat. Yeah, street cred stock falling. Yes, falling hard. Yeah. Yes,
1: P. Crew is not doing well right no. now. Down real bad. You can't get your ass whooped by somebody in a fascinator. <laughs> uh, again, fight rule number three. Uh, did this evoke any memories of any? Pre-early internet viral videos for you, David, because one came to mind immediately. uh, And and I want the man to comment, although he's furthest from like the Cam Newton atmosphere.
0: Um, Are we talking about Dakota Prescott on spring break?
1: No, pre-Dakota, like that would have been, well, I guess early, but still. Probably 15 years prior to that.
0: Oh, no, I'm very interested in what you got
1: here. Mike Valley. Uh, Like early, early viral videos. And it would always be like LimeWire labeled as skater fights off four punks. And it's like some shitty closed circuit security cam footage. And then, or like some camcorder footage of Mike Valley. Uh, It was kind of like CKY adjacent, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Beating the absolute piss out of four different dudes. And it was like, oh shit. Yeah. This is pretty like being scared of UFC people or MMA people like it was impressive to see.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a good pull. Um, need to bring that up with Will because Will and I, for some reason, will randomly talk about Mike Valley. Um, <laughs> Dylan, you've probably seen this video and you just don't realize it, but yeah, just, it's like four yuppie looking, like not even like imposing guys. Like probably made a comment about this guy skateboarding and then he just absolutely wrecks like two or three of them, and and one of them gets up and it's just a whole thing. Check Google Mike Valley if you can um, if you haven't seen it, but. Yeah, this uh, this could have ended way worse and shout out to them like you said for having security there cuz it is man, I don't know if I would rather get like one hit quit by Cam or just if that would be worse than or better than just getting slung
2: around. Well, like shout a, out like to a child. You, shout out to Cam for not just absolutely just pummeling these guys. Which you got to think he could have he could have stung a couple of them if you really wanted to and he just didn't. He just decided to fling them all off of him.
0: Dude, is it it's a bad look to get flung. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but if you're going to get flung, I guess it's best that it's from a, you know, a, a guy who was once at the the peak of his uh, NFL profession. Yeah, they wanted
1: to take
2: the story After back, the to, the, 12, no more back to the rest of the squad, be like, oh, yeah, we we beat up Cam Newton. But it just didn't go that way for him. So,
0: Yeah, the, the Dak uh, reference, I don't know if you remember the Dak Prescott, Mississippi mm-hmm. State spring break where he got washed by a couple guys in a parking lot. I remember that. Yep. I always thought that was no, a little unfair because no, he did get jumped, and and Dak is not as big as Cam. Dak's a big. Dak's big to me, but he's not Cam.
2: Not many people are as big as Cam Newton. No. Any no, uh, any no, closing no.
1: thoughts I, on I, this? I, I hold nothing against Dak. No, nobody can uh, be faulted for what happens in uh, Pensacola Beach or whatever it was.
0: Yeah. Just don't go there. Is that still a spring break yes. spot? I uh, hope none of us have that answer. Hey, <laughs> I got it. Up. I got a little uh, something for you. Why want you you check out our good friends over at Rocket Money. How about that? One of my favorite things to do is pop over to Rocket Money and check out, see if I've got any subscriptions
2: I forgot about. Turns out I often do. You speak for pretty much everyone on that topic, I think, Dave. We all have something that we've paid for in the past that we're probably still paying for and don't even realize it.
0: No, Rocket Money is a personal finance app. It finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about and chances are you're one of them like that starz app just to watch that one show or that free gaming trial you never actually used i need to check in on my paramount plus now that we're now that we're sitting here talking about it <laughs> this happens every time we do a rocket money read i think of something else i'm i usually go check and rocket money'll find it for me Rocket Money also helps you manage your finances all in one place and automatically categorize your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time and also get alerted if anything looks off. Over 3 million people who have used Rocket Money saving the average person up to $720 a year. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash bang. That's rocketmoney.com slash bang. What are we going to do about these kids storming the courts? Fucking like January 6th and this shit. I'm tired of it. Thought we put that to bed, but no. You can't even win a game anymore without just
2: rushing the court. You
0: know what I mean? You see this? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Basketball is, uh, <laughs> basketball is asking for for trouble probably more than any other sport, you know? That's a good debate. It's, I'm curious. It's more confined. It's harder to get off the court, I would think, than it would be a football field. It- no protection, you know?
0: Yeah. That's a good one. Because uh, football field, objectively, um, more testosterone, right? Football, a little bit more of a more dangerous, aggressive game. You've got more, I think you have aggressive, more aggressive combatants playing the game. Basketball, though, you're right. It is very confined. Mm-hmm. And as we've seen, we saw it with Caitlin Clark, um, although she kind of I don't know if we did a full review of that, but she kind of leaned into you that one. think she flopped? Ah, maybe. Some were saying. Kyle Filipowski, though. That's a name. I don't know how much Duke basketball <laughs> you've watched this year. I watched them beat Baylor earlier. Um, appeared to be injured. Had to be helped. Walked off the field. Help uh, him walk off the uh, court. Excuse me. And um, people are mad. And people are trying to figure out what to do. KJ, you're pro-banning this, Correct.
1: Um, yes, until I realized there's some, uh, there's some, I don't know what you'd say. There's some correlations. There's some consistencies amongst the recent court storming events that, uh, Filipowski is very Caitlin Clark, Iowa-esque name, if you will. Um, I did also see the overhead shot of his instant and he, he did make first contact with one kid and then was blindsided by another. Uh, While I do feel so terribly bad for the student athletes in this situation, um, I think all the kids storming court should be shamed and laughed at. But uh, the teams, they got a Derek Fisher this shit. You got to learn how to run off the court quicker. Figure out your escape route, and it can't be all the way across the court. You just, you got to stand in place. You got to huddle and shelter in place, run, run, hide, fight. I don't know, but, uh, I've changed my mind. I'm no longer protect the athletes in this, in this situation. Um,
0: they're going to do something right where this is a weird comp, but stay with me. Okay. You remember, remember during, I guess it was post George Floyd, when teams were kneeling and then there was a Monday night football game and the Cowboys were, it was in Dallas or Arlington. And Jerry's like, all right, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to kneel. We're going to take a knee before the net. It was very like, it took away from like the meaning. You see what I'm saying? So like the Cowboys went out there and everybody kneeled together, including Jerry. And it was very awkward and it didn't feel like, a it wasn't a protest anymore. It was like, okay, this is just like a a weird stunt to like Make you like make it look like you care, but you don't. So they're going to do something now where they like hold off until the athlete's clear, and then they're going to allow it. And it's going to take the 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 power of it out, and it's going to eventually be like, okay, well, this doesn't mean anything anymore. So court storming will be dead. An interesting comp. I think I'm probably the only person in sports media with the
2: guts to make that comp. Probably so. And uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what the reaction looks like. Basketball has always been well to me because. <laughs> Fans have such easy access to players. I mean, they NBA. There are fans who sit directly. If you're on the front row, you can sit directly next to a player. We
0: know you, you sat courtside at a Spurs I've ne- game. I've never sat
2: next to a player. <laughs> you were at close. I'm just saying it's it's just so easy to get to get close to these guys in, in that sport. Palace at the is, palace. This is going to end with like some kind of barrier being put up. I mean, no one's no one's rushing mm-hmm. a hockey rink because you just can't do it. You got the glass wall there. You know. Like maybe something like that is in the future for basketball. I don't, I'm not saying I'm in favor of it, but that's where this thing's headed. Maybe
1: I'm just say hockey fans just ain't about it enough. Like if they really wanted to, they could they could get it done. Like I've seen enough, you know, World War Z type movies. Uh, the fans mass, you know, in mass, they knock that glass down, they can get on the ice if they really wanted to. Can you imagine now like 500 all of the players people? are equipped with weapons on ice? <laughs> Yes, it'd be awesome, dude. Storming the
0: ice sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that smoke from those guys. It didn't work out for Napoleon. Who are on skates? <laughs> it's a and historical and have, ref.
2: and have sticks. That's true. Yeah, you don't. You don't want that smoke.
0: And literally, uh, you can. You are allowed to fight. Yeah, and, uh, and they're in all some decent capacity. fighters. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, uh, we talked this a ton of times throughout the college football season. It's continued now. Um, you know, generic way to say, like, it's only going to get worse as going live is easier and easier, blah, 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 blah. Something probably should be done. I think Dave is completely right. We're going to get, like, Steve Aoki at the post-game courtside bash <laughs> five minutes after the game. Like, it's going to be monetized somehow. And then the players are going to go to the locker room and come back out after, like, a mid-season win over NC State. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're right, and um, you know that's a great post. Can I make Aoki. a, com- a
1: compete? Can I make a competing an- analogy to uh, the uh, post George Floyd? Yeah, please do. Um, it's going to become a lot like the uh, I let the kids drink at my house as long as I keep the keys. Ooh, like the the schools doing this are going to turn it into like a sanctioned lock in situation. You know, at some point, we're going to get this monetized, and then it will be allowed.
2: Okay. I like that. Did Jay Billis really say you could detain everyone okay. if you want to stop it? He
0: did, <laughs> but he wasn't... I don't think... Look, I didn't watch the entire interview. He did say... He was saying, like, what, what can you do? The only thing you can do is that. Oh, okay. He wa- I don't think he was advocating for that. Like, he wasn't being like, we got to arrest them all. Okay. but he,
2: It's also not plausible. I mean, you can't arrest... It- what is it? Five to five hundred to a thousand people who rush to—I don't know how many it is. It's a lot of people. Yeah, you can't—you can't control that many people.
0: No, and I think we need to find out if he was advocating for that. We need to see if he owns any stock in private prisons or anything like that, because right. we just don't have the capacity. No, no. Um, that is funny though. That would be great because I—I know, like, I've definitely rushed the rushed the stage at concerts before. Which is ve- which seems a lot more dangerous. In fact, it definitely is, and they will stop you, and they will at least threaten to arrest you. But I've never seen anybody
2: actually get arrested rushing the stage at the Corn Family Values Tour. This reminds me of that time in high school when we were at a party and the cops showed up. We were like, "They can't, they can't write you know two hundred MIPs for all of us," and then they wrote two hundred MIPs for all of us we for about three hours. I've seen it done in college. Yeah. Yeah, was, that was a tough Yeah,
1: you night. sit on the curb. Yeah, you just wait your turn. What yeah. a waste
0: of time! <laughs> like, oh man, this this
2: sucks. we, yeah, we played our cards wrong here. Uh, I will say it does look objectively cool. Yeah, you know. Yeah, was it Texas Tech who rushed like every home game last last year last season? Well, every home win in this season. In this season, KJ. In this season.
1: Yeah, we they you. were uh, favored to beat TCU by I don't know six or seven the other night, and they're uh, they win by two. It was an exciting finish, but they won by two at home against TCU, and they were ranked. TCU was not, uh, and I guess it's just their new head coach's bit to lead the f- students onto the court for the fight song again. I'm old. I'm not there. Enjoy it. I've got like one screen up here doing the pod, and another eye on like Coca-Cola Beach Spring Break photos from like the last ten years. So clearly I'm not the person who should be telling college kids what they should and shouldn't do.
0: Headline, um, former Texas tech athlete, critical <laughs> of, uh, Texas tech storming the court after every game ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> That's going to be the headline. That's what people are going to say.
1: Cause it's true. It shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen. There's, think- there's better ways to do this. Objectively. It looks way, way cooler. If you do some shit outside. It's so like court storming, just like, okay. And then when what do you do when you're done? You just walk off.
0: I've storm I've stormed like, the field at a Texas State game at least once.
1: Like go and go throw toilet paper somewhere or something, is what I'm saying. Like all the shit that happens outside of stadiums arenas, like what Auburn does, that stuff looks way, way better. Is there an equivalent
2: to in football they you know take the goalposts down? In basketball, where they, they steal the nets or something? Like, what do they do?
0: I bet nets have been stolen. Mm. Yeah.
2: That's what I would do. It would be dope if you could steal the shot clock. I'd get on your shoulders and 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 grab the net and just take I've it got with like me. T-
1: two sleeves of those waxy Gatorade cups.
2: Oh yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> or the chalk on the side.
0: <laughs> oh Le- do the LeBron? Just throw chalk with the, the chalk everywhere. Chalk. <laughs> yeah, that would be sick.
1: Who- a Dry erase board and a towel. <laughs> you're just
0: you're over there drawing up plays. For some reason, that
2: uh, yeah, that would be great. Dave steals that that broom that they keep under the basket to to wipe up the floor. The little squeegee kids,
0: yeah, the, the yeah. Big
1: circular one. Well, <laughs> no, sorry,
0: yeah. Because like the ret the uh, the officials always sprint off the court. So like, mm-hmm. are we gonna have to start? Are they gonna start like t- t- telling like before the game like, hey, if we lose this, you gotta or win or lose, sprint off the court. Just I don't think there's out.
2: time to do that. There's really not you're on you're on the court when the when the game ends, and then you look up and and boom, like students are already right there. make a tradition to where you okay, and this would make it
0: less uh parents taking your keys or less Jerry <laughs> Jones leading your team through the protest um you say you make a tradition to where like a certain song plays, so you give the other team time to get off, and then d j comes on plays uh, I don't know. Turn down for what? I don't fucking know. They play something and that's their cue. Then you go. So it's like tied to the song. I don't know, man. It seems like a song you'd storm a court to.
1: Just- it would be pretty anxiety inducing to see the fans like holding each other back, like counting down 10, like just Hold. watching a countdown clock before Hold. they're legal to like storm the court. And you, as a player, you'd be like, somebody would want the smoke and be like fucking lingering. And others, you know, should and would sprint off. And I think that would create some interesting drama.
0: (laughs) Agree. Agree. We fixed it. Fuck it. We just crushed that. Put that in a clip and it'll go viral. Thanks, cool, Adam and Randy. Um, KJ, that was a good idea, man. And, you know, now you're talking my language, which brings us to Babel.
2: Dude, that's, that's good. That's real good, dude.
0: You know, for most of us, Learning a second language in high school or college it wasn't exactly a high point on our academic careers. Hand up,
2: I got all A's in Spanish throughout high school and college, and I can't speak a lick of it.
0: Mm, lo siento. Gracias.
1: Mm, I see. See.
0: Now, <laughs> now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language, whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family. Or you just have some free time. Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. I chose Italian, not only because I took it in college and then subsequently forgot it, but I'd like to travel back there with my family. And I like, I like chopping it up. I like cho- chopping it up with the fellas when I'm over there in Florence. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lessons plans, but Babbel... Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective and with Babbel you can choose from over 14 languages including Spanish, French, Italian and German. Plus Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. There's so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com. That's Babbel, babbe bang for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. Brothers for life, Dylan. That's right, Dave. Uh How about that money you're going to get, KJ? You're going you to get the bag for a little NCAA bag?
1: Uh, if there is an alumni uh, washed walk-on uh, uh, team on the game, I will collect my third check from NCAA. But I am happy to see uh, that uh, NCAA or EA has reached out to players, allowing them to uh, collect the check up front. Yeah. Um, Can you not, share not, with us how clear. much
2: you got from NCAA football, KJ, during that whole?
1: I'd probably say, I think whenever the class action suit happened, you had like right in what years that you played, or not played, but were on the game. Um, it's like 700. It was less than a okay. thousand, but more than 500.
0: Okay. Must be nice. I didn't get shit. I didn't either, man. What'd you spend it on? <laughs> you remember specifically?
1: <laughs> Probably rent. <laughs> Most likely rent. Um, also, they're going to they're get paid. Players that are promoting the game will also get cash. But then anybody that opts in gets a free copy of the game, which I think that is the one and only thing I was requesting at the time.
2: So they get 600 If you opt in, you get $600 from uh, EA Sports, which is not a ton of money. Um, are there any, is anyone going to like hold out for more money? Is that a thing? Or this be like, okay, we just, okay, if you do, if you decide not to opt in, are they just going to create a player that has all of your attributes? It's like, you know, for Dave, it's like white, you know, white guy. I am <laughs> a white male. You know. Go ahead. 54 on speed. I don't know how fast you are. You know what I'm saying? Are they just going to like create you anyway just without a name? Is that how it's going to go? you got to fill out a roster. Uh,
1: I assume so, but I think where they ran afoul of the law before is they made that likeness too close. So maybe it's, you know, 58 on speed and, you know, I don't know. Uh, They move it around a little bit more than they did in the past. But a key factor is that it's up to 85 players per roster. And as you're well aware, like Texas, for example, has like 130 players on the team or whatever it might be. They've got massive rosters on some of these large school rosters, school teams. So going to be a bummer for the ones that are third and four string look teams and whatnot, but still 85 is the traditional scholarship limit. And starting there is a good, good beginning. Maybe they'll just go to the next guy. If you opt out, like maybe that opens up a slot on the team, they go to the next one and you're just not on the roster.
2: It is fun for these guys. If you opt in, I think they officially, like, they released your – I saw Quinn Ewers do this, or for Quinn Ewers. He opted in. He announced it. And then I don't know how they got the information, but he was like, oh, like, he's a 96 overall. And then it showed, like, his, you know, arm strength was, like, a 92, or whatever it is. That part's got to be pretty fun for these guys.
1: Just like the Matt you – know, I'm Madden. sure they'll also do the uh – the face scan for some of the top players like him. So I'm interested to see if they, you know, get him with mullet or sans mullet. Ooh. Like if they add in additional like feature details for your top tier players where you know a lot of people are going to be playing or paying attention to them.
0: Will, Cal- Will Caleb Williams have painted fingernails?
2: I don't believe he'll <laughs> be in NCAA.
0: Oh, that's right. I guess I guess he missed the He'll, missed be, on
2: that he'll one. be a rookie in the league. Hmm.
0: Interesting. Will it be in Chicago? There's a lot of... Hmm. Sorry. Go ahead.
1: There's a lot of talk about, uh, cover athletes too. Uh, in the past, it would be players from the previous year. Now with licensure deals, you could be on the cover and playing that year. So Quinn, that's cool. Could Perceivably be a cover athlete. Granted, like nowadays, digital copies exist. So I'm sure they'll just make a digital version with him on it. Uh, given that Texas is like a top five brand. So, um, I mean, I'm interested. We'll go, we'll go at length about this another day, but, uh, I have a long storied, uh, I, don't, I don't want to throw the word addiction out there, but history with this game. So uh, we'll, we'll get back to that another day.
2: Did you used to play as yourself?
1: Uh, if, a little bit, but I would be like 15 years into a dynasty with a team, mm-hmm. um, playing with other, other guys or people from around the country. Like I was very invested like two to three games a day every day for at least 10 months between releases. Um,
0: real quick, um, apologies for the short episode. I got a hard yep, yep, out.
1: No, keep, keep hitting
0: it. But real quick, I wanted to mention that uh, the live tour is courting Hideki. Um, Greg Norman had said as much. And this is, <laughs> I don't know why this made me laugh, but I just saw, he said, um, we've been trying to sign Hideki. I don't mind admitting that. When Hideki won the Genesis Invitational in L.A., what's the first thing I did? What do you think you did?
2: Um, he wrote him a letter and sent it and mailed it to him. Um, first thing he did, he said,
0: congratulations, Hideki. I'm proud of you, mate. And that's a nice touch. That's the kind of touch you don't get from from the tour. You know, just like, a, hey, man, congrats. And I, I bet, like, when it comes time... When they, when Liv comes calling to Hideki with, you know, a bag full of like $80 million, he's going to remember that. That text Greg Norman shot him that little text. Like, hey, congrats. He's going to be like, oh yeah. I was fucking, you know what? This $80 million is cool, but you know what did it for me? This is what did it. It's that. It's that personal touch, that customer service you can't get anywhere else.
1: Give me that that Hayes Fawcett uh, Hideki collab about him and where he says, you know norman greg norman was just in you know he was there from the beginning It was really about the relationship he built uh, throughout this recruitment and and really just uh what led to my commitment
0: he's the reggie samples of the golf world (laughs) exactly very niche
1: uh anthony kim confirmed for live jetta so again here i am with the live updates we've talked about this in the past but here we are uh the return is upon us yeah Uh, tuned in but
0: they're doing hype videos and i'm like yeah I can't, I would be a hypocrite if I acted like I wasn't interested because we've been on, or I've been on team, like would love to see AK back, but I'm like, I can't help but watch these and be like, okay, it's Anthony Kim. It is cool. Just wondering, like part of the, part of the coolness was that no one really knew where he was and stuff. And now that it's like going to happen and it's going to happen on live, you're like, all right, I'm interested. Maybe I'll even watch. I don't know where I'll watch, but I will, I will follow it. We will, we will continue (laughs) to monitor. But it's just it is funny. I'm like at the end of the day, it is it is Anthony Kim. They didn't get the cat. Hideki would be a big get nah, though. It'd be gives, a huge them, get. gives them Japan. That's a big get. Um, let's run it back. Again, apologies for the short show. That's on me, but we'll be out of here.
2: Let's run it back to a segment where we talk about how's it go? During what you talk about, we already talked about. I almost stumbled over that. No, you got it. Parks was flashing the leather at tryouts. <laughs> yeah. The- the TSP crew is down real bad today. Bro, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Dave thinks Caitlin Clark flopped during that court storm in which she got injured. Watch the tape. Dylan once got an MIP in high school along with 199 of his peers. Mm. That concludes Run It Back. That's so many peers. The town made so much money on y'all.
0: <laughs> so stupid. It's so stupid. He's All on right. fire. Well, KJ, thank you. Dylan, thank you. We'll thank be you, back. David. Next week. Bye bye. Bye.
1: I want my chips with a dip. That's
2: all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with a dip. So bring them dips.